Hello again, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of the Smartest Guy I Know podcast. It's a weekly podcast focused on the obscure, the inane, and the oddly charming in our world news today. I'm your host, Dan King. As always, I am joined alongside my roommate, my friend, my social media manager, Carlos. Carlos, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited for this podcast. I think it's going to be really entertaining for everyone, believe me. All right. I uh, have several uh, guests here with us this week sitting around the table right now being very quiet. I guess they're being a little shy or something like that. Um, but we'll get to them in just a minute. This week's episode, uh, I think we talked about it last week, uh, is a Valentine's Day theme. So uh, got a good mix of people here, some single people, including, you know, your intrepid host. Hello, everyone. Uh, some people that are in relationships like Carlos, whose girlfriend was on last week and I think we'll probably never want to come on again. Uh, and some people that are recently engaged, and we're going to get to all that in just a minute. Uh, but before we get there, as always, we want to uh, thank everybody that has been listening and has been supporting the show. Uh, we appreciate the likes that we've gotten on Facebook, uh, Twitter follows, uh, and people who have subscribed to us on iTunes. Um, we've got a few programming notes here coming up uh, next week. We talked about this a little bit. Um, we'll be down in South Beach, Miami. We'll be on location. So uh, we'll be bringing you an episode from Miami, all the highlights and in, in maybe in some cases low lights from there too. Um, still working on trying to figure out what to do the week after that. Initially, my initial thought was to do a something with the Oscars, but uh, I don't really, I haven't seen any of the movies. I'm not really sure that I know of anybody that would be a good fit for that guest-wise, so I might have to adjust the schedule a little bit. And then we go into March and we'll take it from there. Um, so, like I talked about, this week's episode Valentine's Day themed. Obviously, that's coming up on Tuesday. We're currently recording on Sunday evening, the 12th. Um, and it's a holiday that brings out, you know, a mix of emotions from people. So that's why we tried to bring, a, bring together a panel of individuals today that are kind of run the whole gamut of uh, how they feel about Valentine's Day. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and introduce, uh, introduce our guest from this week, starting to my left, uh, my good friend Casey Vissette. Casey, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Dan? I'm doing well. Also joining us this week is uh, Marissa Pisarek. Marissa, how are you doing? First and last name. I'm good. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> yes, first and last. <laughs> you know, I could have I went by your, by your alias. I could have called you Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> you said that before we went on the air. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. <laughs> I neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, to my right, I've got Zach Green. Hey, everyone. And then, uh, last but not least, we have Erica Groden and Matt Orban. How you guys hello, hello. Hi. And in case, so there was a method to that madness as to why I introduced that way. So. Uh, we've got the single people around the table. That's Casey and myself. We've got the people in relationships, which are Marissa, Zach, and Carlos. And not together. Not together. They are not <laughs> in a three-way no relationship. No polyamorous relationships yeah. going on. Not that we're against that. Not, not, that, not that there's anything okay. wrong with that. Yeah. No, no. And if we have any listeners in the Salt Lake City, Provo, Ogden, Utah areas, um, <laughs> we support Mormonism too. Uh, you know, sister wives are what? <laughs> no, sorry. Um, and um, Erica and Matt are recently engaged. I think that was, what, a year ago? Not recently. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's no, it's a about year. a year ago now. Yeah. That's actually not all that recent anymore. It's almost not even short term. Um, so I guess I can again say congratulations. Apparently last year has gone by really fast no. for me. Thank you. <laughs> 
sound more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope that none of your relationships get ruined by virtue of this. Um, well, thank so you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, I am so doomed. <laughs> pays off to be single. <laughs> yep, it sure does in this scenario. Um, so, going to open up. And just going to go quickly around the table. So we're going to do something a little different this week. Usually we open up with some stories that you might have missed in the news, things like that. But with this many people, uh, going with more of an open forum, what I've been calling a McLaughlin group format, where, uh, where I'm just going to sit here and kind of post questions to people, and then they're going to go back and forth, and then I'll just obnoxiously give what I think the answer is. Not really. I, I don't think I have the answers to most of these questions, and that's why I'm on... The single group. Uh, so I'm uh, going to start off with some word association. Going to just do a quick word association. So, and I'm going to go left to right here. So when I say Valentine's Day, what's the first word to come to mind? Vomit. Okay. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's great from the engaged person. What the? <laughs> Doesn't mean I have to support a Hallmark holiday. Chocolate. Manufactured. Pizza. <laughs> Yeah, we can get to that later. Pray. Pray. Uh, my <laughs> I want to be a part of Zach's Valentine's Day. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was supported. I There's heard more pizza. Chocolate pizza are my two favorites. My, uh, my chocolate pizza. So, 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 oh, actually, yeah. Some dominoes. Let's so, talk about this later, be, Zach. Be, before, before we dive into that a little bit, my, my word for Valentine's Day is birthday. Um, it's my older sister's birthday on February 14th, so um, before I go any further, uh, happy birthday, Julie. I will not say your age, and I hope everything's going well. You're seven, she's seven and a half months pregnant, so um, very excited to be an uncle for the third time. Um, so kind of diving in now to, uh, to, to some of those answers, I'm going to start with vomit, just because it was the most interesting one. What, how, how do you... I just don't support the holiday. I've been in relationships and not in relationships, and I just think it's kind of crap, honestly. It's like manufactured, not to steal your word, Matt, but people like to go on Facebook right. and post happy photos of themselves, and I just think like if you really love someone, you'll show them every day. You don't need this special bullshit holiday to you know, make that real. So, mm -hmm. And for those of us who are single and have to endure everybody's fucking vomit-inducing photos on Facebook, it's a little annoying. <laughs> Pizza? Well, I agree with Casey, uh, being in a relationship. Um, so we, we don't do anything special for Valentine's Day. We just go out and get pizza. Uh, and it's because, again, it's just a normal day. Who the hell cares? And there's no waiting at pizza places because everyone's at those fancy-ass restaurants. <laughs> so much very... We actually discussed getting pizza as well. I would recommend yeah, it. It works really well. It's, it's very nice, and it's yeah, it, it's really special for the two of you. Are, are you going out for pizza, or are you ordering in? TBD. T oh, <laughs> you gotta keep you gotta keep a surprise. I mean, come on here. Yeah. I don't want to give up all my. Is it a special pizza? I mean, like bacon, lobster, mac and cheese pizza, or is it just you get Domino's? What type of pizza are we talking? Well, Wait, excuse me, Domino's is special. <laughs> and if we're gonna get chocolate pizza, obviously Domino's is the only answer. But, <laughs> no, I mean it's you know there's a lot of nice pizza places around the around DC, so probably a little bit more upscale than Domino's. No offense to Domino's, who we lost <laughs> on this podcast. There's a sit down uh, Domino's now. There are so are many advertisements for yeah. Domino's in this <laughs> already. You should get them to be a sponsor. 
I know. I gotta start. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I, maybe I can take care of that. I've, I think I've social been a, media. I've been a Domino's connoisseur for years, it's especially true. in our IU track days where we'd order cheese bread at midnight. Midnight? It's really good for you. It was more like three in the morning. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's midnight. <laughs> and somebody's birth control alarm just went off. <laughs> Um, uh, I think that's very that was that was uh, yeah, that is perfect. Day podcast. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, that happened. That's a, that, I'd say that's a first thought here on the uh, on the Smart Guy Cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of continuing on. Sorry about that. Uh, got sidetracked there by Domino's. Everybody knows now that we apparently really love Domino's here. Um, We're not hungry. No. <laughs> Manufactured in BS from the engaged couple. We've never done anything for Valentine's Day in the entire time we've been dating. We'll do cards. That's it. And it's a stretch even for me to get the card. Thanks. Stupid Valentine's Day. Hey, man, look. Uh, having, having, having been someone that has been in a that has been in a failed relationship, I certainly get it. So, so my ex and I, um, our, um, what she considered to be our anniversary was the week before Valentine's Day. It was February 7th. Um, so I was always annoyed by this because um, it meant double whammy. It meant I had to do something nice for the anniversary and then for Valentine's Day the next week. What a hard life. Yeah, hey. Yeah. You know, this stuff gets expensive. <laughs> Women are expensive. To pump the brakes a little bit, why did you guys consider your anniversary to be different days? Agreed. Good question. Agreed. Loaded question, and I'm not sure I want to get into that on the air. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Tune in next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, oh, I already regret having... having <laughs> Anybody that knows anything about my personal life on, on this show. You could have just said our anniversary if you didn't want to talk yeah, about you it. Said, you did say that. That's true. I, did, I brought it upon myself. Um, chocolate? Yeah. So the day after Valentine's Day is the best day of the year. Nice. Because like all of the Valentine's chocolate, which is equally as delicious as all other chocolate, and maybe even has extra special fillings like strawberries and cream, because that Russell Stover's... I just love it. Okay, anyway, the next day it's all like half off, maybe 75% off, and you just, you just, you know. It's kind of the same concept as Halloween where you run out to CVS when it gets like really late in the night and they start marking things down early and you just kind of raid the thing, right? True. Yes. But I will say I don't hate Valentine's Day like everyone else, so. Okay. I, I don't like celebrating it on the exact day. I don't like going out and spending like oh, $200 for like a $30 meal. And you're like packed in, you're in these little two top tables, and you're pretty much like elbow to elbow with a couple next to you, and it's horrendous. Which, you know, I've done before, mm-hmm. but I like doing it your own way. You know, like I, I'm kind of a romantic, so I don't think there's anything wrong with a little romance in your life. And, you know, so I like to do things like, I don't know, go see a show, but not on Valentine's Day. But you can still call it a Valentine's Day thing or just like an excuse for a date night. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's, pretty common with a year like this year where Valentine's Day happens on a Tuesday. I feel like a lot of people that I know uh, did things over the weekend or are planning things for next weekend uh, to kind of, <laughs> or just not going to do anything, which is apparently the common theme around this table uh, because we're a bunch Pizza's of... Pizza's a thing. 
Pizza Stop. Pizza. Did you just say Domino's again? We're going to have to pay Domino's. <laughs> 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 Domino's should be paying us. We hold them about five times already. Yeah. So Domino's, if you're listening, <laughs> you should consider having us as a sponsor. It's true. We, 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 we are very pro the idea of having sponsors. You know, we like money. We but definitely don't. not Papa John's, though. No, no, fuck Papa John's. Um, yeah, Papa knows what he can do. I won't get into the air on. Uh, He's right not now. even he Italian. He, know, he knows what he can do. I'll post it on Twitter later if you really want to know. No, right? don't. My you're not on like that. Cash. No, you're not going <laughs> to yeah. post that on Twitter. Um, <laughs> we can talk about because that. Because all of your tweets go through me. And we're not going to put things like that on the internet. I do what I want. That's the problem. <laughs> so, I guess speaking of uh, Valentine's Day, it usually coincides with the topic of dating. Um, I think everybody at this table kind of has some pretty good or bad or in-between dating stories. Um, I'll start with the good one, or I guess in, for some people it's a good one. Um, you know, uh, we have an engaged couple here. Um, kind of walk through how you all met and kind of that background story. Whichever okay. one of you feels comfortable talking about that. <laughs> so, it was a completely random meetup at a bar. Um, We'll leave out the reason why Erica was at the bar for now. <laughs> but no, you were no. There's no bad reason to go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night, whatever it was. It was I a think it was a, it Saturday. was a Saturday. It was a Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. night. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely Interesting a Saturday. Interesting that so many people know the exact day. There might have been some other people at the table involved. Yeah. Yes, Perhaps. I may not have been there, but I was involved peripherally. Were, yes, mm-hmm. Casey was there. I was there, yes. But yes, so I had a friend visiting from out of town who had just gotten out of a relationship and we went to see our favorite comedian at the DC Improv and we decided to take him out, have him kind of just enjoy the night out and get over the baggage from his past relationship a little bit. So I just said I would be his wingman. We went out for dinner and then we went to a couple different bars which for various reasons were either too full or too gross to stay at. I had a Saturday night in DuPont Circle, I'm shocked. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we ended up going to Lucky Bar, and I he was talking to a girl, and his the girl's group of friends left. So I watched for, kind of was looking out for the group of friends, and someone walked up to me and asked why I look so miserable, and <laughs> in a few months we will be getting married, so... <laughs> The rest, as you say, is history. <laughs> is that about corroborate? Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no. And like they said, they're not going to get into the circumstances to exactly why everyone was at Lucky Bar that, that, that fateful evening. We're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll just leave Let's that. Let's just moment. say Erica and I had a stressful day. Yeah. Leading up to it, that led us out to a bar drinking. I and it, you know, synopsis. It involved it involved uh, a missing persons report, uh, the police, and a taxi cab. Uh, that's really all we need to say about that. Um, so, you know, I mean, obviously, it talks the randomness of things like that, and I think that brings up kind of a. A general question that I think a lot of people always have is that kind of thing random or is it fate that people run into each other um, kind of working my way out this time I'll go right to left Zach what do you think well I think there's a, a, an ounce of fate in there um, 
I knew my significant other in college, but hadn't talked with her for four years, and then we randomly got put on the same bocce team um, and started playing bocce together. So, you know, I think that fate plays a, a pretty a pretty nice little role in this, and I think from the last story we heard, I mean, that's pretty fortuitous that they would be at the same bar at the same time for that reason. So I think fate's involved, but there's also a lot of, um, you know, working together. So <laughs> relationships take two people and and a lot of time and a lot of love and a lot of care. So I, I think, you know, it's nice to have fate bring everyone together, but then it's there's a lot beyond that fate that needs to happen. Well said, well said. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? Comments, concerns, disagreements? Can we agree with that or do we have to just yeah. disagree? You can agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with Zach. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Bueller? <laughs> Marissa, you look like you wrote <laughs> And I'm sitting directly across from you. I know. Okay, so I don't believe in fate, but I do really love, like, I am a romantic, so I do really love the stories. You know, like, my significant other and I just happened to sit next to each other in class, and that's how we started talking. Um, but I do actually think that, I don't think there's just one person for anyone. I think that you make the choice to be with that person, and then you dedicate yourself. So, you know, and that's, I think that's where a lot of people run into problems, where they meet someone else, they're like, oh, I'm actually attracted to this person. And instead of, you know, staying you know, with the person they're already with, they're like, oh, well, maybe this is the new person I'm supposed to be with. I think that's a big problem for relationships mm-hmm. where people think there's like a one and only. So when you like someone else, you're like, oh, wait, maybe the person I'm with isn't good enough or isn't the best one. Um, so that's why I don't like the idea, I guess, not that fate is wrong or anything. That's why I like it a little less, just because I think that you make the conscious choice to be with the person that you're with. Hmm. I agree with that. And also, I think it's kind of, depressing to think that there's only one person out there for everyone because first of all what are the odds of that one person's in the same city even in the same country as you at any given time it's just that's a depressing thought to me I think it's a lot better if there are many different people that you could be with but you happen to find your person and you guys made it work together and I agree with both of you I just believe in fate but like I'm still single but fate has brought five different people to me I think they can you know fate can play a role but it, it's definitely up to you to make it work after that I just think the idea of being in the right place at the right time plays some has some value yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean I, I definitely fall into the uh, into the boat of I like to think that everything happens for a reason I don't think that things are random or uh, meaningless um, you know and most, I'm partially because I find that's helpful for me to kind of be like, okay, something's going to come along and whatever will be will be and don't worry about it and good things will happen. Just be yourself. Um, but also partially because it's a nice thought to have, I guess. <laughs> I don't really know if I have a better way of explaining that. Um, but yeah, no. I, so, no, that was, uh, yeah. Um, now, kind of going a little bit more local here, since pretty much everybody around this table has lived or worked in Washington now for a pretty long time. I think the DC dating scene is fairly unique. Um, I think that we've all experienced it at one time or another, uh, good, bad, or in between. Um, 
how would you say, how would you describe the dating scene in this city? And you can use whatever words you'd like to. <laughs> it's rough. I'm just going to say, I mean, probably like most cities, but I feel like D.C. even more so than some others. It's a transient city and people move in for a couple of years to work for an administration or a congressman and then they're gone. So a lot of people maybe don't want to get serious or maybe you start a relationship and it has to end. Like, it's just difficult with and everybody here is very ambitious. Their careers usually come first so it can make dating tough and met, met, met with met with routine silence nobody wants to argue the point. <laughs> well I just find issues where I come from almost most of the people I know were married pretty young so it's a different kind of yeah. scene in terms of that right I feel like people don't get married as young in DC and so yeah. the dating scene is kind of extended the time frame and timeline for it is is kind of uh, longer yeah um, so that's I think an interesting characteristic yeah and you know what I actually didn't know so because I went to college and just stayed in DC since then I didn't know that you're not supposed to ask someone what they do when you first meet them uh, like yeah. other cities <laughs> you're not supposed to ask like are you Democrat or Republican or what do you do as like a, as an opener and yeah. I feel like that is ex- always has always been in, it, it, if I'm not asking it the other person's asking it even at just a bar you know, you're drinking like Long Island iced teas, and you're like, okay, but what do you do though? Like, can I? You so, have to know, right? Well, you right. don't want to end up out with someone who's a Trump supporter. <laughs> well, now, no one now, else. Is it now that are, what are you protesting? Is is that the first line? So what are you protesting? Yeah, are you protesting this weekend? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> At least in D.C., you don't have to worry too much about Trump supporters. Considering he only got four percent of the vote in D.C. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But it, it would have been much higher if it wasn't for all the illegals. But you have to like, you have to worry about people who have come in to work for right. the administration. Yeah. Anytime I see someone, if I see someone on Tinder with like a government job, I have to think twice. Like, oh, have you been working since Obama, <laughs> or are you new and you came in to work for Trump? So it's not what do you do, how long have you been doing it? Exactly. <laughs> so you have a litmus test is what you're saying. A little bit, yeah. It's not necessarily bad. Is that litmus test on a date or is that before you've gone out? It kind of depends. I mean, I feel like, like Marissa said, it comes up a lot on DC. So I feel like you usually figure it out beforehand. I mean, I had someone who messaged me on Tinder who said, on inauguration weekend, like, hey, what are your plans for the big weekend? And that to me said, well, you're excited about this, so we probably won't get along. And I responded with, I have no plans other than to avoid the mall and protest. And he never wrote back to me. So it was pretty clear from the first <laughs> message that we did not agree politically. Is it wrong that that weekend I was trying to play both sides of the fence and yes. just get a read? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Unanimous, yes. Is it bad that I just I fled the Northern Yeah, you there. also went out of town. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I went to La- I went to too. Lancaster that weekend because I did not want to. I thought DC would burn down that weekend. <laughs> Surprisingly, it didn't. Yeah. yeah. So only, only, only a few only a few arrests. I thought it was actually going to be worse. That's why I left. I did go to a, I was at a brewery inauguration day and they have for some reason they had the inauguration on and I just wanted to throw something at the TV. I got work from home that day and uh, I enjoyed 
sitting there and watching that and then taking a nice stiff drink to the face a couple of times over. Um, <laughs> One of the cool things in the TV happens a lot for me, actually, especially when I watch Notre Dame. Yeah, well, that's your problem. Dan, Dan can attest to that one pretty well. He's seen me a couple times mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I like what you said about it, about the tra tricks with it being kind of a, a, transi a transient city. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of times people are here. I mean, I mean, even I've, I, even though I've been here for as long as I've been here, I'm um, always tempted with the thought of being somewhere else or moving somewhere else for other opportunities or new opportunities. Just because um, it seems like at times you look around and you've got more friends, and at times you look around and your friends have quickly dwindled. Um, you know, and then people come and go, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. Um, also because it's so expensive here, it's kind of hard mm -hmm. to, to settle at times. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess based off experiences and maybe more recent experiences for, for folks, um, best thing that you've learned or best piece of advice that you can give to someone On date. Yes. Because <laughs> we're all... Specifically Valentine's Day or just general? Just in general. Because we're all such experts at this. <laughs> I have a Valentine's Day specific piece. Go ahead. So I once delivered flowers on Valentine's Day for a florist. And let me tell you, if you're trying to pick up a date, do that. Because when you deliver flowers to somebody in an office... Everyone else in that office is very jealous of the flowers. So your suggestion is great flower delivery. Yes, for the day, for the day, <laughs> and then bring an extra flower for anyone that catches your fancy. Ooh. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know what? I have something Gold. unrelated, but Gold. kind of yeah. related to getting deliveries at the office. <sighs> I once got like chocolate covered strawberries at the office, and I was super pumped about it, and everyone was jealous. Yeah, they're jealous. So jealous. That, okay, I had a couple, I like offered a couple to some friends in the office, and then I put them in the fridge. Someone ate all of my goddamn <laughs> scald chocolate-covered strawberries. Those are clearly love strawberries. They were like, <laughs> they were like a bouquet. It was like edible arrangement style. Like they were supposed to look like a bouquet of roses, but they were chocolate-covered strawberries. And someone ate all of them and just left the damn kale in the box. So... I feel like that's a good story to share. <laughs> is that your advice? The advice no, is don't eat no, other people's strawberries. Like, just because you're jealous, you know? <laughs> Get your own love strawberries. Love strawberries. That's my advice. <laughs> Get your own. I guess I'm on the other side of that. I'm actually sending flowers to my girlfriend for Valentine's Day. I also sent some for her birthday to her school. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think some of her... Co-workers are talking about it, and I guess some of her students are like hounding her, asking her who they're from, and trying to interrogate her about it, and she just wasn't really having that. Right. Well, that's the joy of working in a middle school, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I never want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll just uh, keep working with my 3 to 11-year-olds. So, does anybody outside of Become a Flower Delivery Boy have any pertinent <laughs> advice that they might want to share with the fine <laughs> listeners that we have, or was that just a bad question and I should just edit this part out? I, I guess just be yourself. 
That's what I was going to say, is I hear a lot of people, you know, I've, I've talked to people who are my age or older who are dating and they're struggling, and then they're always like, I just try to be whatever's going to make the person happy, and it just always ends in disaster. So be yourself. The person doesn't like you for who you are. Cut ties and move on to the next one. Try again. Yeah. I mean, the reality is most, date, most dates aren't going to work out. I mean, I've, I've been on know exactly how many dates between Tinder and OkCupid. Certainly enough where, I mean, the percentages are, are not great for me. <laughs> I mean, at, at the end of the day... The batting average is below the Mendoza line? That's 200? Uh, uh, it's way, I know what the Mendoza line is. I'm, it's way below the Mendoza line. It's, I, think that's I got a good, very few second dates. I mean, I'm I think not, that's a good point, though, because a lot of people who are on Tinder other dating sites just, like, are so... They just want something to work out, and I think you just have to go into it knowing, like, the majority of these dates are not going to work out. You're going, you're going out with someone who you don't know, and you're going to, like, see if it clicks. But you have to have that understanding of most of these dates are not going to a second. Yeah, I would say, like, don't force it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all the girls can agree. I don't, this is probably more a girl thing, but, you know, you're trying to, like, make something work even though it's clear that the other person is not as invested or interested but you really want it to work and when it's right it's right and you're not faking it the whole time or trying to turn the person to something that they're not because it's also hard trying to figure out what the other person there is actually looking for you, you can write whatever you want in a profile or Whatever that is, but try actually trying to get to know the person and also trying to figure, like, feel them out. Like, are they actually looking for the same thing I am? I, mean, I think that's also very tough as well. So just be true to yourself, be yourself. I think those are, those are important things. Well, and I wonder, I, well, I mean, we're talking about online dating a lot too, and I'm like thinking about all of the couples here, and none of us met online dating. Yeah. Which is interesting. Oh, I'm sorry, you did? Yeah. yeah. Besides yeah. me. Yes. Okay, okay. We actually so, met okay, on... one out of four. Three. Yeah. Huh. I, yeah, don't I, know, I, can't anybody I don't know. I can't decide if online dating is good or, or bad. It's certainly tough. I mean, I, I know I, I, most of my, pretty much, I guess, not pretty much, all of my dates in the last year and a, year and a half, two years are up from online dating. Not that I can meet anybody in person because... It's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, I mean, and I mean, I think that's the purpose of online dating, though, is it's for people that aren't comfortable in the social setting to to make that kind of thing happen, you know. And that's where you know I don't particularly like online dating. I really don't enjoy it. I do not like the idea that um, I'm just going to sit around and. In most cases, and I'm no, I'm generalizing here. I'm going to take a look at a person, and I'm immediately going to say yes or no and move on. Um, and I haven't had any real success with that. Plus, I think that uh, at times, you know, shocker, I have a pretty strong personality, <laughs> and it doesn't. I, I don't really have a good way of conveying that on an internet site or in a short bio or anything like that. You know. And I think if I put the wrong thing in, it's an instant, you know, turn off or no. So I'm like, well, I don't know what to say about myself now. Because there's too much to put here and I don't want to put all that in there. Because then, you know, what's the point of even meeting with the person when you already know them? Um, 
you know, so I think there's, I think there's a trick to it. You know, I, I've not had any successful dates online that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but I think that doesn't necessarily hold true for everybody. I think that different people have different ways for it to work and not work for them. Um, you know, um, I would say that 2000, I mean, I, I do not have a very deep dating experience as far as the number of people that I've dated. I didn't really date in high school. Um, and I didn't really date in college. <laughs> um, I think I asked the girl out once my junior year of college. She said no. Uh, and then I started dating a little bit my senior year of college. And then after that, I was in a long-term relationship, uh, which didn't end up working out. And then, uh, you know, kind of been going through the kind of been going through things for a little bit. Had something for a little while, late 2016, but uh, that person moved away. So no harm, no foul there. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me has been kind of keeping an open mind and not getting, you know, discouraged. You know, I think it's easy to do that, um, you know, because you start to see people around you settle down and you start to wonder that is there something that I'm doing wrong? And I think that's not always the right mindset to have. It's just be patient and give it time and better things are going to come along. Well, um, I mean, that's what I hate online dating, but I do it. I've been doing it for years and, you go through periods where you do it and then you delete it and then you go back to it. But we're kind of at an age now where, I mean, we're not all going out partying every weekend anymore and you don't want to date people you work with because you work with them. So it, it's sort of the place to meet people and it feels like you're doing something. Like I go into all of my dates not expecting them to work out, but it just feels like I'm putting in effort somehow. Mm -hmm. And if it works out, awesome. If it doesn't, I got some free drinks. Right. Maybe some free food because <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it necessarily applies for the men at the table, but... <laughs> 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 I have been, I have certain, I had a couple of dates where I just I just I dropped a whole bunch of money and we just basically sat and drank all night and that kind of hurt my wallet a bit. It's <laughs> a strategy. My finances, but it just ended up happening. I think we we met at like a little like seven thirty and we were out till like two thirty in the morning and in that time and yeah. This was a weeknight. No, this this was over the summer. Oh, all right. Perk about being a teacher, you get summers off. Yeah. At least I do, anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a very long aside about online dating. But I thought it was... We, we wanted to talk about online dating. I mean, pretty yeah. appropriate. So I, mean, I could probably, I could probably yeah, go on longer. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've gotten some of my best <clears throat> stories out of online dating. Yeah. Do we, we get story time for this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah, wait, can you tell the most recent one? <laughs> this week uh it was painful it was one of the most boring nights of my life i hope this person doesn't listen to your podcast <laughs> <laughs> just don't use the names yeah no names no it was names. it was an hour and a half of me forcing conversation with someone who just everything i said they shut down i we both went to the same school, and I said that I, a lot of my best friends, everyone sitting at this table, yeah. I met from American University, and he just said, well, I don't keep in touch with anyone that I went to school with. I hated my time at American. And I said that I was close with my family, and that we do trips together a lot, and he just responded with, <coughs> well, I don't really like my family. They don't visit me. And I understand. <laughs> the other part. 
Oh, and that he doesn't stay with his fam- his mother when he goes home for Christmas because she has seven cats and they bother <laughs> him. This is what I'm working with. <laughs> and I nursed one drink for an hour and a half because I and I just didn't want to order a second drink because I didn't want to be stuck with this person. And we parted ways at the end of the night. I went in for a hug and he went for a handshake, which ended up in an awkward like fist jab into my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I walked away laughing, and I thought, like, I can't wait to go home and tell my friends about this horrible night I had, free drink, and free mac and cheese, and I just, you know, am amused by it now. I never have to see this person again, but at least I I tried, and now I have a funny story. I I guess I'll segue onto that. I mean, I guess as a guy, my my goal going in is just not be anyone's worst date ever. So I'll always try That's to like, engage There's always God. someone worse than you out there. I'll, I'll always, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I try to I'll try my best to engage in conversation and let them talk, but also talk myself. I mean, you know, just try and make sure that there's actually a conversation going and it's not just, yeah, like what you're saying, just like I shutting hate, everything down. Like, I hate my family. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants yeah. to. I, I don't know why you'd say that on a date. I mean, even if you don't like your family, don't. No, you keep that shit. Yourself. Yeah. Uh, Bring that out in date four or five, maybe. Yeah, later on, tell them that you that you hate your family. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not the best person to take advice from. Advice from because I didn't get too many second dates from online. Uh, what can you do? I don't think that I have someone now though, so I mean, yeah. I don't think that puts you in the minority in with respect to online dating. And they don't make them like they no, used I think this. most Tinder dates do not go to a second. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, is it just Tinder or do you use other ones as well? I've tried Bumble. I didn't like that because I don't. I don't like to message first. I've done Happen. I did OkCupid at one point in time. Uh, I've never tried any of the paid for ones, the Match and eHarmony stuff. Yeah, I was on most. I was on OkCupid mostly. I actually met my girlfriend on Tinder, which I know is a, probably a surprise for people. For uh, you well, hear those random rep- relationships though that started. Considering the reputation that Tinder has. Yeah. I like guess it's not Grinder, but I have a friend who. Um, Why would you met be on Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you thought, know I thought it was your profile. On it's it. okay to be a switch hitter, Dan. Okay. I, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just I mean, saying that a lot of teams want switch hitters. I mean, it's a very important role Speaking to have. I agree. Go ahead. Speaking of my Tinder profile, I came across this morning. Yes. Someone. <laughs> this is what the yeah. internet has to offer. Someone <laughs> that was advertising that they're looking for a girlfriend but they're into MMF threesomes, so male, male, female, and that they are orally bi. And we got to to figure out what that means. I mean, I guess a mouth is a, I guess a mouth is a mouth. I mean, I guess... No, no, don't try and justify this. Please do I'm not try I'm saying different this. strokes for different folks, right, I guess. <laughs> So for the people at the table who are coupled up, like don't ever get out of your relationships. Just stay in them. <laughs> Tinder is horrible. Don't go back to it. Even if you're miserable, <laughs> just yeah, stick with it because it. it's better than Tinder. <laughs> hashtag better than, t- than Tinder now trending. Yikes. <laughs> is that a better hashtag than 
Hashtag alternative fact. Oh. I think those are both pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um. um. <laughs> but t- t- Tinder, Tinder can be great sometimes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, just give me your phone and I'm no, absolutely I will take care of it. Come on, absolutely not. I know what I'm doing. Believe me. Uh, we did have a Tinder draft for Casey. We, we did do yes. that Tinder draft once, yeah. And I think we want to have one for Dan coming up. This phone's not leaving my pocket. <laughs> Can you please really explain the Tinder draft? Oh, I've never heard it, of this comment. The Tinder draft was that I made a bet with a friend saying that I would never meet someone on Tinder. And they disagreed, said I was being too picky. So we had a Tinder draft where we hooked my phone up to his big screen TV. <laughs> and we had a big party. Everyone came over. And we all went on my Tinder and voted. We went through profiles and everybody voted if we went left or right on individuals. Was it majority or unanimous? It was majority. Oh, boy. So, and there was one point where I was in the bathroom and they went rogue. Because theoretically, <laughs> I got a vote in this. But anyone that they swiped right um, and that messaged me or they sometimes they composed messages on my behalf. And I had to go out with them for one month. I had to go on Tinder dates. And if anybody was decent enough to go to a second date. I owed my friend 20 bucks. And uh, we went through the whole month and no one got to a second date and he had to pay me 20 bucks. So I had a month of horrible dates, but I got $20 out of it. (laughs) Was that on purpose or an accident? (laughs) No, really, I mean, really. I was not being that picky. How much mac and cheese? (laughs) Actually, I ordered Domino's. Actually, the risotto (laughs) (laughs) dollars. Is that $20? Well, you got got the five. Deal, so I mean, you no, can at least the risotto balls. Mm. Oh, there is that's like Casey's like stereotypical post bad date. There is, I would go out on dates to a certain restaurant that I loved and I would pretend to leave. We've already advertised Domino's. Okay, Leah's, several times. Leah's and Chevy Chase, excellent risotto balls. Excellent, try the Marissa drink. <laughs> well, there's I, a drink named after Marissa there. I would I go out with things. them, and I would Not say that I, I had to go home, and I would wait for them to leave. I'd go around a corner and hide behind a wall, and then I would go back and sit at the bar and order my risotto balls and more drinks by myself and hang out with the bartender just to get out of these horrible Tinder dates. Right. <laughs> I hope everybody's done that to me. I'm pretty sure I saw them leave. Uh, make sure know. of that. I walked like a block away and then, and then hid oh, behind a wall and then doubled oh, back. back. Oh. A lot of thought went into this. <laughs> I, I think a Tinder draft. Let's let's vote on a Tinder draft for Dan. I like that idea. I, Definitely. Yeah. Unanimous. This is not a democracy. In the opinion of the chair, the eyes have it. This is not a democracy. And until favor. speaking of not a democracy, in two weeks you can listen to my new segment on the podcast. What? And then tweet at us <laughs> at smart guy I know. <laughs> no. What was the segment to be called? Tweet at us at Smart Guy I Know with, with suggestions oh. for what my segment's going to be called. It's going to be called Not Gonna Happen. <laughs> no, Dan, this it, is great. It's close to being called Horsing Around but Not Gonna Happen. Actually, Horsing Around might be a good one. We could do your Tinder draft and then let everyone know how the dates go. Yeah. Oh my god, this could be an ongoing segment. Yeah, great. Like Once a week, you I'll update I'll everyone on your I Tinder dates. I don't see how this relates to the general idea oh you know what how do you take can you take a poll in some way have your listeners tell you yeah. if they want to hear about this tweet at them if, if you would like to 
to see Dan do a Tinder draft for a month, tweet at Smart Guy Podcast. At Smart Guy I know. I'm in charge of it. <laughs> I read every message I get, which hasn't been any so far, so and send me messages, send us tweets, send the emails at at Dan thinks he's smart at gmail.com. That, that's Dan thinks he's smart at gmail.com. That is a real web, that is a real email address. <laughs> um and be sure and to follow any, us on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud. Email address. If you want to date Dan, oh. he's open. Anyone that dates him, okay. Yes. Yes. Send an email <laughs> to that account. Say it one more time just for, for the listeners. For the listeners. At DanThinksHeSmart at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at smart guy, at smart guy I know. Great. We've taken over the show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a coup. Yeah. He regrets inviting but us it's on. Like, it's, a, it's a democratic coup. It was. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a dictatorship. There was all, this, is, yeah. this is beautiful. No, this is this not is beautiful. America. At first he was afraid. This, now he's petrified. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on, on, on this fine note, I think... Uh, I think we'll wrap up some closing thoughts. Um, you know, I think we talked a lot, a, a little bit about Valentine's Day, a lot more about dating in general. Um, good conversation, diversity of opinions, diversity of thoughts. Are you afraid of Valentine's Day? Yeah, baby. Good, because I'm going out with my girlfriend tomorrow, but I have no plans for Valentine's Day, so. Why are you touching my leg? <laughs> I don't know what's talking about. Dan has plans for Valentine's Day. Yep. He's going out with someone who's emailing him at... Yes. At smart guy I know on, <laughs> on, on Twitter and Dan thinks he's smart at gmail.com. Yes. Or he can do the delivery guy thing. Yeah, that's it. Or I'm going to become a flower yeah, delivery guy, yeah. Uh, so that's I'm just going to throw it out there. I in no way, shape, or form have paid any of the guests on the show <laughs> to uh, pump, pump, up my, pump up my dating life. Um, they just decided to do that on their own. Uh, I, I guess if... I don't know if I want to say thank you or why. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, you know, we talked a little bit about Valentine's Day. We talked a lot about dating. Um, you know, I think that a lot of times people look at Valentine's Day as, as a day for couples to celebrate the fact that they are in love or in some cases think they are in love with each other. Um, and I think that at Ooh. times um, is not easy for people because not everybody feels like they have that. Um, you know, this is the first time in a long time that on a Valentine's Day that I don't have plans. So it's kind of a weird spot for me. Um, but, you know, I know just through the friends that I have and the family that I have and things like that, that there's more than one kind of love. And, you know, that's what I'm going to focus on uh, on Valentine's Day. And uh, for folks that are, why are you touching me again? <laughs> um, but You're talking for, about family friend love, you know? Yeah, yeah, I did go there, I guess. Um, but, you know, for folks that are in that boat, I think that's something good to focus on is just, you know, don't worry about that day or not maybe having a date or something like that. Just enjoy it for what it is and enjoy the people that you have around, you know, and realize that you are a part of, of people's love all around you all the time. Um, so that'll about do it for us this week um as mentioned as always uh thank you for your continued support 
Um, I hope we don't lose too many listeners after this week. Um, my apologies for anybody who was offended. Um, mostly me. Um, but um, as always, uh, you can find us on Facebook. That's the Smartest Guy I Know podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, as it's been said already many, many times. That handle is at SmartGuyIKnow. Uh, you can like and subscribe to us on iTunes as well. Uh, next week, we will be coming to you live from South Beach, Miami. You better call me in. And that's probably not going to happen after this episode. Um, <laughs> so thanks again to all my guests. Thanks again to Carlos. And we will see you again next week on The Smartest Guy I Know.